Chapter 9 of Lamentation of a Sinner by Catherine Parr. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Of the fruits of infidelity and offence of weaklings. And, contrarywise, the younglings and imperfect are offended at small trifles, taking everything in evil part, grudging and murmuring against their neighbour, and so much the more, as they show themselves fervent in their so doing, they are judged of the blind world, and of themselves great zeal-bearers to God. If this were the greatest evil of these younglings, it were not the most evil, but I fear they are so blind and ignorant, that they are offended also at good things, and judge nothing good, but such as they embrace and esteem to be good, with murmuring against all such as follow not their ways. If there are any of this sort, the Lord give them the light of his truth, that they may increase and grow in godly strength. I suppose if such younglings and imperfect had seen Christ and his disciples eat meat with unwashen hands, or not to have fasted with the Pharisees, they would have been offended, seeing him to be a breaker of men's traditions. Their affections dispose their eyes to see through other men, and they see nothing in themselves, where charity, although it be most full of eyes, to see the faults of others, whom it coveteth to amend, thinketh none evil, but discreetly and rightly interpreteth all things, by the which everything is taken more justly and truly. Now these superstitious weaklings, if they had been conversant with Christ, and had seen him lead his life, sometime with women, sometime with Samaritans, with publicans, sinners, and with the Pharisees, they would have murmured at him. Also, if they had seen Mary pour upon Christ the precious ointment, they would have said with Judas, this ointment might have been sold and given to the poor. If they also had seen Christ with whips drive out of the temple those that bought and sold, they would forthwith have judged Christ to have been troubled and moved with anger, and not by zeal of charity. How would they have been offended if they had seen him go to the Jews' feast, heal a sick man upon the Sabbath day, practice with the woman of Samaria, yea, and show unto her of his most divine doctrine and life? They would have taken occasion to have hated and persecuted him, as the scribes and Pharisees did, and even so should Christ, the Saviour of the world, have been to them an offence and ruin. There are another kind of little ones imperfect, which are offended after this sort and manner, as when they see one that is reputed and esteemed holy, to commit sin, forthwith they learn to do that, and worse, and wax cold in doing of good, and confirm themselves in evil, and then they excuse their wicked life, publishing the same with the slander of their neighbour. If any man reprove them, they say, such a man did this, and worse." so it is evident that such persons would deny Christ if they saw other men do the same. If they went to Rome and saw the enormities of the prelates, which are said to reign there amongst them, I doubt not if they saw one of them sin, who was reputed and taken for holy, their faith would be lost, but not the faith of Christ, which they never possessed, but they should lose that human opinion which they had of the goodness of the prelates. For if they had the faith of Christ, the Holy Ghost should be a witness unto them, the which should be mighty in them, that, in case all the world should deny Christ, yet they would remain firm and stable in the true faith. The Pharisees also took occasion of the evil of others to wax haughty and proud, taking themselves to be men of greater perfection than any others because of their virtue, even as the Pharisee did when he saw the publican's submission. And so they are offended with every little thing, judging evil, murmuring against their neighbour, and for the same they are of many reputed, 
and taken for the more holy and good, whereas indeed they are the more wicked. The most wicked persons are offended ever at themselves, for at their little stability in goodness and of their detestable and evil life, they take occasion to despair, where they ought the more to commit themselves to God, asking mercy for their offences, and forthwith to give thanks that it hath pleased him of his goodness to suffer them so long a time. But what needs it any more to say that evil men are offended even at the works of God? They see God suffer sinners, therefore think they sin displeases him not. And because they see not the good rewarded with riches, oftentimes they imagine that God loveth them not. It seemeth to them God is partial because he hath elected some and some reproved, and therefore they say that the elected are sure of salvation, taking by that occasion to do evil enough, saying, Whatsoever God hath determined shall be performed. If also they see the good men oppressed and the evil men exalted, they judge God to be unjust, taking occasion to live evil, saying, Inasmuch as God favoureth the naughty men, let us do evil enough, to the intent he do us good. If then the wicked be offended even at God, it is no wonder if they are offended at those that follow and walk in his paths and ways. End of chapter 9